Welcome to the MIND podcast. MIND stands for Michigan New Educators. This podcast is a place where new educators and sometimes their guests offer encouragement and insight into a profession understood by few, but talked about by many. So whether you are an educator, love an educator, want to be an educator, or just need to learn more about us, we're glad you're here. Our hosts are four early career teachers brought together by the Michigan Education Association. The MEA is here to help educators in all stages of their careers. And that's the school bell, signaling it's time to start. team and today we are going to be talking about finding your village knowing who to talk to knowing when to talk to them what about you know who are those people that you really can niche with on certain things um i'm danielle i am a fourth year teacher in bay city i teach fourth grade i am Brittany. i am a fourth year teacher as well and i teach in monroe i'm teaching a two three split this year my name is amanda i am a teacher in rochester and i teach secondary german I'm Sky. I am a fourth and fifth grade teacher in Lansing. So like we said, we're talking about finding your village today because, you know, as a new educator, that's something that's very intimidating. You know, you come into a building and, you know, there's tons of new faces. You know, there's already people, there's already those teacher groups that already have each other. They're best friends. They go out every weekend. Their kids play soccer together, whatever, you know, and it's something very intimidating to get yourself involved in. And um, we're just going to help go ahead and talk about those people that are going to build you up. And I know Sky has such an amazing story um, that really, you know, I think can speak volumes to a ton of new educators. So I heard this story um, from one of uh, my mentor teachers um, in my first year, and it has stuck with me. And I love that we got to share it again this year for the incoming teachers in our school. And this story, I love it. It's called Find Your Miracle, The One Essential Rule for New Teachers, and it's by Jennifer Gonzalez. Um, And essentially, it's just about finding your marigold in your staff. Marigolds are said to help others grow. They lift people, they lift the other um, plants up, um, and they're good neighbor plants. So essentially, that's what you want to find in your own community. Um, In this story, it talks about all the negative people you can encounter, such as the walnut trees are poison, avoid them whenever you can. Um, They talk about kid uh, kid hating Kate, um, retirement Dan, 20 page (laughs) Tina, who sets impossibly high standards, um, bad Bobby, who overhears you talking about your students. Hattie, who hates the principal, lawsuit Steve. It's just a really entertaining story that I absolutely love. So I encourage everyone to check that story out. Um, We'll actually post it on our um, social media. uh, So you could all read the story for yourselves. It's a wonderful story and it's, I hope it'll stick with you the same as stuck with me. I think I'm going to start off by sharing like who my Mary Gold is in my building. Um, And I'm 
I'm going to say her name because I know she doesn't care. Janie is my marigold. You know, I already can tell you this. She is the reason I am still teaching today. I think it's so important that you find that person because I don't think I would have survived my first few years without her, um, without her just being that that person of level-headedness, um, the person you can do this, or I got your classroom, go take a break. Go take five minutes to yourself. You're not, you can't go back in that room right now. You know, and I think everybody needs their marigold. And for me, she, I mean, she's why I'm still here right now. I would say um, I definitely have my different go-to people for what I need that day. So if I need to vent, I know who to vent to. If I need to pick me up and somebody to help me and, you know, to have my back and support me, I know who to go to. There is um, someone that specifically has been there for every year since I've been at my school. Her name is Nikki, and she is our school secretary, and she is also one of my best friends, and she just has always, I mean, and everybody in our school can really attest to her just being that, you know, level-headedness. They, she has your back. She'll support you. I mean, my first year of teaching, when we didn't have a lot of supports in the classroom, she was coming down and helping me de-escalate situations and, um, you know, just with my extreme behaviors that I had and just, I never forgot. And she is just that ray of sunshine in our building that gives us hope and energizes us and helps us to just all really stay true to who we are. Um, for me, mine would definitely be my colleague, Colleen. Uh, she teaches German as well, and she is just such a positive um, person who I know that I can go to and, you know, share my successes or brainstorm ideas. Um, she has my back if I need help or assistance, and she just always is someone that I know that I can count on, um, you know, to bring me up if I need, um, if I need someone to help me with that, or um, you know, to just share a laugh with or, you know, go get a drink after school, after a hard day. I know I can count on her. Um, I am super thankful that I have a bunch of marigolds in my school. <laughs> they were a godsend last year. Um, a, a couple that really stand out to me um, is my, one of my teaching assistants. Um, she's amazing. She's been a part of my school for a long time. Um, this woman always manages to lift me up um, on, a, on a bad day. Um, she makes sure that I cross all my T's and dot all my I's, and she's absolutely amazing and just makes my day every day <laughs> I, I love her for that um and yeah I mean I I have tons in my school yes. I am yeah, so I agree with that. thankful for that mm -hmm. I have so many you know I, hearing you talk about your teacher assistant I, in my first year of teaching um I had this rock star EA in my classroom and you know, he was a male presence, which was very, mm -hmm. like, beneficial, too. You know, he also coached a couple of my students, and that was a whole other ball game, a ball game in, no pun intended. He was a coach, <laughs> um, but he, like, was able to go and instill a whole other entity of authority in my classroom, you know, and... You know, and specifically in my building, so many of them need such a strong male presence. And it was just amazing. You know, he was always, you know, very intuitive of what I was going to be like that day, how it was going to be. Hey, he's like, Warner, don't worry about it. You know, he's like, go take a minute. You know, it was just great. He was a good person 
to have there. He was a marigold for me, too. You know, I forget, you know, you sometimes forget yeah. about those EAs and how much they save mm-hmm. the day for you, you know? And not just EAs. It could be custodial oh, staff. Oh, yeah, I know yes. I've shared my story about mm-hmm. how they helped me. The <laughs> lunch assistants fed me my first year teaching. Um, if it weren't for them, I probably would never eat. Um, there are just so many great people that are a part of your school that help make your day better in so many, so many ways. Yeah, I would say even for me, my custodians were my very first friends there. They were the first people over the summer that I talked to. And my custodian, one, is not with us anymore, but the other, she is just another ray of sunshine. And she is so sweet and says hello to everybody and just lends like a helping hand and you can talk to her about anything. She is just amazing for Mm -hmm. sure. I have a lunch assistant this year and she brings in a treat for all the staff every Monday just to make Mondays better. And I love it. She just does it because she wants to. And, you know, and that's the type of community we have in our school. Mm -hmm. That's incredible. I think that's a good segue into the fact that, yeah, we have so many marigolds. But then, you know, in contrast, you're going to have the walnut trees, too. And those people <laughs> that aren't going to be necessarily as positive, that positive light for you, you know, they're going to they're, they're gonna be those toxic people that, you know, unfortunately, they're always, you know, they could be bringing you down. And I think it's very important skill and thing for us to learn as new educators who to go ahead and invest your time in, mm-hmm. you know. So I would say for me as a new teacher, I really just kind of like stood back and kind of observed who were those people who were the marigolds who were the walnut trees and just you know being cautious with that I think is a great tip to just make sure that you know before you invest or say the wrong thing to the wrong person and just just be a little bit cautious with the people in your building definitely I also think it can be very easy to fall into the route of complaining mm-hmm. and being a little bit more negative. Yes. And it's something that I've tried in the last you know year or so to really stop. And I've been trying to really be positive and be mindful and move away from negativity. And one of the ways is that I just stopped engaging. And I know sometimes we all need a time to vent, mm-hmm. but I knew that I had to find the people that I could vent to and they were going to help me find a solution Versus the people that I would vent to, and then they would vent, and then I would vent, and then it would just become this sort of toxic um, environment. Mm-hmm. So definitely, yeah. I think you have to know your audience um, and look for the people that are going to support you, not the people that are just going to pile on. And unfortunately, there are people out there who will take your venting and relay it to somebody else. Yes. And that's something that, unfortunately, we all have to look out for. So, I, Brittany, I love your advice for mm-hmm. just standing back and watching how people react to each other and to really give them a chance to show their true selves before you invest in them as your marigold. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. And I think one thing I had heard Amanda, Amanda say it earlier before we started recording the podcast was just the circle of control. You know, if you're going to go ahead and, you know, you're having a bad day, you got to think about if I'm going to talk about with some with some people, I'm going to have this conversation Let's hope we can find solutions. Of course, you know, there are those days that, you know, I just need to go ahead and talk to this person Mm -hmm. about this one thing. And you can. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But those people are the people that are going to help you find solutions. Okay, so this isn't working. What can we do now? And, you know, those are the people that you really want to surround yourself because those are the people that make sure you stay. 
And thinking about your circle of control, I mean, that can go and point to all different things like um, what's going on in the government with education or what's Mm -hmm. going on, things that you really can't control, but that you just have to do with what you have and try to, as long as you do have a pretty good um, supportive community, how can you guys work together to, you know, overcome those obstacles? Yeah, I definitely really relate to that. You know, I have... 36 kids in one of my classes and it would be really easy for me to complain about how hard it Mm -hmm. is to have 36 (laughs) freshmen in one classroom but at the end of the day me complaining about that isn't going to change that I have 36 freshmen in that classroom it's just going to you know make me have sort of a negative feeling when I think about that class and instead I sort of have been able to flip it in my mind be like well now I have it's so great. I have 36 kids who are learning German, you know, Mm -hmm. 36 kids that I can help and make connections with and stuff. Um, but I realize it's, it's not in my control. Mm -hmm. I can complain about it till the cows come home, but I'm still going to come in on Monday and see 36 kids in that classroom. Mm -hmm. Right. And to add on to that, I just got that email, you know, you have another new student coming in. I'm already over capacity. And um, you get that, and I feel like the negative thoughts just flood in, like, oh, my gosh, okay, it's already, we're getting close to report cards, and how am I going to get this student learning all that they need to know? And, you know, it's just the negativity just really just showers over me, and I have to think about, okay, well, they're coming into my class for a reason. What can I do to support them and help them? And, again, is it is it in my circle of control? This is, it's happening anyway, no matter how much I talk about it or protest it it's gonna happen so you might as well make it positive right and I think you know something that's so amazing about this whole mind group is that I'm also finding out that I'm starting to be that people that person for other people oh yeah you know (laughs) you know we get those new people and I love it I have this one newer teacher she comes in she pops her head in my my room every morning Mm -hmm. and for me I mean I I'm honored because I think she you know she feels comfortable to share things um, and, you know, she's, you know, having these thoughts about, you know, is this really for me? You know, am I really doing the right thing? And those are the people, you know, that are reassuring you, yes, these first few years are hard. They're always going to be hard. Oh, yeah. But, you know, again, you don't want that person that, nope, it doesn't get any easier. Right. Nope, I'm sorry, I know. You know what? Hey, I'm in year 25. You know, I'm just counting Can't down to retirement. Reti- yep. Yep. That's yep. what I was just going to say. You know, and there are those people. I mean, oh, I, yeah. I know them, you yes. know, and we all know them. And it's it's hard because you're like, I'm in year what? too you know yes. when, you're, when you're talking to that new person you're like they don't see that that light right. they're here right now because they chose this career and they thought it was going to be glitter and rainbows and they realize it's not right now yeah you know and I would say um a lot of that too is the you know for them for the people to speak to them the people that are on their way to retirement they've seen education change so much mm-hmm. yes. and it's like it's just a lot for them whereas we're coming in this is what we have this is all that we have to deal with we haven't seen the perfect, you know, part of education that was before. So it's like, okay, this is what we know and this is what we can control again. And um, this is all we have to work with. So this is what we went to school for. Like Danielle said, we are going to make the best with what we have. I think it's important to sort of carry that um, thought on as we sort of progress through our careers, you know. I remember when I, you know, started teaching and I had to do my evaluation and make, you know, five goals and I had to, you know, mm-hmm. provide data and all this stuff. 
And I remember more experienced teachers saying like, oh man, like the evaluation system is so, uh, it's so complicated. It's so hard. It's, it wasn't like this. And I remember thinking, well, this is all I know. This yes. is, this is what it is. So it's important for us to sort of continue as we become, you know, more experienced teachers when we're in year 10 mm -hmm. or year 15, when new things come out, remember, you know, remember where you were at the beginning. Don't be the teacher that's on year 15 complaining about the good old days you know, to the new teachers, like just, I think a lot of it is just sort of like growing and, you know, continuing to find mm -hmm. that positivity, be the marigold. And I want to preface real quick. Um, we're not saying that teachers that are close to retirement oh, yeah. are all, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, like right. that's all they're looking forward to. That's not what we're trying to say at all. Um, there's tons of teachers that I know that are close to retirement that are more than happy to share all of their knowledge and are some of the biggest miracles mm -hmm. in our community. Yeah. And I would say just, of course, we're not all positive all the time. We have negative moments. We have days that weigh us down and we might go in the teacher's lounge and say something that we didn't really realize. We said, I know for my own experience, you mm -hmm. know, I look back and I'm like, wow, I should have checked myself on that. I didn't need to be that negative or because mm -hmm. right. then you're spreading that negativity. But right. a story that I did want to share was, when Danielle was kind of talking about, um, I think, one of the new teachers in her building. And it reminded me of a, a newer teacher in my own building. And she had said, thank you for being one of the n nicest people to me and one of the first people that approached me in the building. Mm -hmm. And I guess I didn't even realize I was doing that because I know what I needed as a new teacher. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I feel really passionate about making sure that they, you know, they feel important and welcomed mm -hmm. in the building. And I think to go along with that, just remembering that you might not be able to control other people, but you can control mm -hmm. your own reaction. Yes. And you can remember how you felt being a new educator into your school and maybe help other people along. Even if you're in one of those communities that are full of walnut trees, um, being that marigold for someone else coming in and starting your own thing is just as important. And I think sometimes, you know, if maybe you are in a school that, you know, has more of a, mm -hmm. you know, negative or a toxic culture, or you're not finding people that are your marigolds, you know, that's where we can really turn to the MEA to go to, you know, uh, you know, meetings and socials mm -hmm. to reach out and find people. Cause sometimes your marigold might not be in your school. You know, they might be just in your district. They might be an elementary school teacher and you're a secondary teacher. Um, so one of the things that we're really happy to be doing with mine is we're going to be organizing, um, you know, socials for new teachers where you can come get to know each other, um, you know, share your triumphs, uh, problems, problem solve some of your, um, some issues you might be having. And we're going to be posting about those on our Facebook page, um, as well as our Instagram and our Twitter. So if you are in a building where you feel that you're just surrounded by toxicity and you are searching for your marigold come on out, come join us. And you know, we're, you're going to find people who are in your exact same situation. You're definitely not alone. <laughs> I'm just thinking of like the speed dating and be like the marigold dating. Find <laughs> your marigold. And come on down. <laughs> Even if you have your people and your marigolds in your building, but you just want to make more connections, still come out. We want to connect with everybody. But my also, my advice would be to just let it take some time to to be in the building to like I said observe kind of sit back because it is hard to make connections with people especially when people are busy so if you are feeling alone or unwelcomed 
sometimes it, it isn't people doing that intentionally. It just mm-hmm. takes time to build those connections. Mm-hmm. And another thing I want to point out, too, is that I was a little hesitant going outside of my own community to find and form those friendships. Mm-hmm. And if I can just say, I am so glad I did because if I didn't, I wouldn't have found you three ladies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I mean, we come from all over mm-hmm. this wonderful state and we never would have found each other if it weren't for the union. So mm-hmm. sure. yes. absolutely. Yeah. And it's definitely out of our comfort zone because I know for <laughs> me, it's like, are, am I really going to meet up with people that I don't really know or talk talk to? But it yeah. is exciting, too. It's just, right, it pushes yeah. you out of your comfort zone, which is a great thing. I think that I had that experience when initially I was asked to go to Denver. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I am a fourth grade teacher in Michigan being asked to go to a national conference. And for me, that's such a foreign territory. Oh, you know, yeah. I yes. am, my world is my classroom. Yeah. And that's all I ever thought how big it would get. Yeah. And I think that once you push yourself outside of your garden, so yeah. to speak, yeah. mm-hmm. you find out that you're going to grow exponentially and you're going to only surround yourself with people that want to see you grow as well and everybody else grow. And, you know, it's just a beautiful thing to see this all come to life, mm-hmm. you know? Well, and I feel like the more you get out of your comfort zone and the the more you go to conferences and social events, um, you're going to find that people have more solutions for your problems. Yeah. I know going to our conference in Houston, mm-hmm. um, I, I couldn't believe I was I shared my story with all of these people from all over our country, which was nerve wracking within itself and totally yeah. outside my comfort zone. And there are people from Louisiana just saying, oh, yeah, we, we go through the same thing. Yes. And mm-hmm. here's what we did. Mm-hmm. Here's a great solution for you. And going back and trying all these solutions, it really did help. And I think it made me a better teacher. Absolutely. Yeah. I know that like when I got the email about the free trip to Denver, I personally thought it was a scam because <laughs> I'm like, I'm like there is no way a teacher is going to get a free trip anywhere. But then like, you know, reading the fine print, talking to my building rep and everything, it just became a great opportunity and I was just like okay well I'm gonna do it and let's see where this goes and like everybody else said making those connections and hearing how the people in other states are dealing with the same things and they're all we're all just passionate about this and now we're not saying you have to go to a Denver conference (laughs) we're saying you know it can be something as little as reaching out to know maybe your br in your building and saying how can i get involved if you're not finding your niche of people you know in a certain place it can be something as easy as you know even your principal saying hey is there an event an after school event i can run and you know yeah. it could be a parent that you know is co-teaching a club with you I and mean, like coaching a club with you you know not, not necessarily venting about anything but just somebody that you can vibe with and you can go ahead and make this whole experience a better one or, hey, you know, follow our Facebook page our <laughs> yeah. and come check out our social events. That works, too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I think, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure all of us have significant others that are not teachers. Mm-hmm. And yes. I yeah. know that, you know, I go home and, you know, it's really hard for me to you know, share my day of having to tell a 14-year-old to stop eating little pieces of paper with, <laughs> with my fiancé, who it change. is, you know, a mortgage agent, and, you know, he talks to, you know, real estate agents all day. Like, he rarely has to tell somebody to stop eating paper. Um, so to find people who understand what you're going through, I think, is so, you know, imperative to being successful. 
And I don't know about you guys, but I feel like whenever I'm in a room with a teacher, that's all we talk about. Oh, yeah. 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 And just finding that person that understands what you're going through. I feel like I could talk all night long with all of our stories, problems, and solutions. Well, I think it's funny because, honestly, our podcasts are just fluid conversations that we just, they take very little planning. We outline them. We're like, let's just talk about this. I mean, it's, we get this conversation going and it's just so fluid. You know, these are your people, guys. And I mean- you are able to have these conversations. And for me, this is wonderful. It's like a therapy session. I love it. You know, it's great. You know, and I, I just think this really goes to show you how important it is to find your village, your marigold. And we would love to be your guys's marigold if you need us. And regardless, if you don't need us, join, yes. add, throw more into your garden, you know? I think it's also important to say, like, if you feel right now, if you're sitting listening and you're like, you know what? I've been, I've been a little bit toxic, you know, I'm seeing, you know, and that's something that I know with my personality trait, I can very easily go into the complain, 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 Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and if you're in that situation, you know, it's not, you're not permanently a walnut tree. (laughs) (laughs) The analogy is great, but you know, you can change, right? You just try and take every day, try and find something, you know, positive, you know, even if it's something as silly as being like, okay, you know, this child terrorize me for the entire hour today but tomorrow is a new day and he might be better right just like try and think of the positives and Mm -hmm. instead of dwelling on the negatives and Mm -hmm. it really does change the way that you you feel when you look for the positive yes I know um last year just being the way it was for me and just a very enlightening experience um I I got negative Mm -hmm. uh quite often and one thing that my significant other started to do with me he made me say three positive things that happen to me each day. And it doesn't have to be your significant other. It could be your co-teacher, your instructional assistant, the custodian, somebody that works in your school, your best friend. It does not matter. Even if it's just to yourself at night before Mm -hmm. bed, listing three positive things that happen to you each day. At first, it's super hard to find those positive things. And then it starts becoming Mm -hmm. a little more automatic. And you start seeing the positive in situations instead of just the negative. Absolutely. Especially when you are a new teacher or you're just having that rough year with the rough class. It's so easy to just every day find the terrible things that went wrong and cry about it and be sad about it and be negative about it. But, um, yeah, that too. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, for my building this year, I feel, I finally feel like we have a principal that is, and not to bash any principals beforehand. It's just, I think every principal comes with a different culture. So there's just a different culture that's been alive in our building and everybody just seems just, just kind of less stressed and they feel supported and just like, wow, I have someone that has my back and, and again, that might not be your principal. That could be your your teaching partner. That could be your custodian or your secretary. But it, just look for those people in your building.
on that note, guys, I hope that you are finding your village, you're finding your marigolds, and we know that you guys are all coming up on your Christmas breaks or your holiday breaks, you know, much deserved. And at that time, it's your time to recharge. Really enjoy the time with your family, your friends, even if it's just yourself and a bottle of Merlot and your favorite Netflix series. <laughs> um, but this is your time to truly just recharge and be back to come back after the new year. Um, I know for a fact I take this time in and just take time with my now husband and his son Um, and we are we just really get that time to spend quality time together and I just can't wait I'm looking forward to it I need it and it's okay to miss your students I know that you know when I go on break I miss my students I worry about them and everything but Mm -hmm. I do make sure to take time for myself and my family and enjoy the holidays and enjoy some Netflix and napping (laughs) and for my break, actually, I'm going to be going on a cruise, so Ooh. that's exciting. Ooh. Get some sun, hey, hey. sunshine and just to really get that vitamin D and reset and oh, be yeah. charged for the new year. Oh, I'm so so I am, jealous. I am really excited about that. Oh, yeah. Um, for me, and this is going to sound so lame, I feel like during the school year, my house just starts disintegrating <laughs> into chaos. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so as lame as this is going to sound, I love having the time to just get my house in order and Mm -hmm. return it to this just like cozy place where I can recharge and, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, feel at home and, you know, just spending some time on the couch with a blanket and my cats, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I just love that time to just sort of recharge. And then I truly am, you know, ready to go back at the end. Mm -hmm. Um, well, we just bought a new house and just Ooh. moved in. So Yay. We will probably be fixing things up in our house, furnishing our house, things like that. So not as restful as I would like, but <laughs> <laughs> I, it will definitely give me the opportunity to recharge and focus on something other than my classroom. Mm-hmm. And one other thing that I really do want to point out, I know as new educators, a lot of times um, that weekend or week before you go back to school can sometimes be very anxiety driven, Mm -hmm. very stressful. Just making sure you take, maybe it's only five minutes, you know, a day during that week before to prepare just just so that you have that time and it, it releases some of that anxiety right before you go back to school. Definitely. And we want to remind you guys, you know, we are here listening. We want to be your Marigolds. We want you guys to submit, you know, your stories. Who's your Marigold? We'd love to go ahead and share those on um, our podcast. You know, we're still looking for some spotlights to put on our Facebook, our Instagram, our Twitter, which our handles are um, on Facebook. We are Michigan New Educators. And then on Instagram, we are MI New Educators as well as Twitter. And we still have those save the dates for you guys. Yes. So we have in February, um, the 6th and 7th, we have our winter conference. It's in Detroit. And we will be talking all about mine and our podcast. We also have on March 21st. um, So on March 21st, we will also, um, from 830 to 5, it's going to be in East Lansing. Um, It's the MEA Aspiring and Early Career Conference. Uh, we will actually be doing a podcast live uh, with our audience. And so come on down, come join us. We would love to have your input and have you be a part of this podcast. From mine to you, happy holidays. Happy holidays.